Good news. Contracts signed for the second quarter in Manhattan real estate are up quarter over quarter, but down year over year. Much like we talked about last month, depending on your price point, depends on how the market is faring. So listen all the way through. And you can see which parts of the, which sections of the market are doing better than others. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Real Talk NYC Real Estate Podcast with John and Jonathan. Mr. Conlon, good afternoon. It's good How to see you. How are you, sir? Good morning. Um, it's not afternoon yet. Yeah? Uh, yeah, it's... Um, it's bright and early. Early morning. <laughs> not <too laughs> Good to early. see you. So we are diving right into the second quarter real estate uh, market in Manhattan. As I said in, in the intro, contracts are up quarter over quarter. Signed contracts for the second quarter were 32.42, up 292 contracts quarter over quarter. Yeah. You know, that's showing 11% increase between the quarters. And when we look at that kind of the typical increase over 10 years of Q1 to Q2 contract signs, we're right on par. That's right. So even though the contract signs are typical what we'd see Mm-hmm. based on the 10-year moving average, first quarter to second quarter, and we've seen improved, increased contract signs quarter over quarter. I think that the real telling information is in the inventory numbers, the most interesting, the inventory numbers, and to some extent, the days on market. So the second statistic we always talk about is inventory. Inventory, interesting bump we had, which we talked about for April. We had a 29% bump in April. So our quarter over quarter numbers have grown significantly. We're up about 20% quarter over quarter, only down 2% year over year. So at 73.38, we are fairly flat with where we were last year at this time, the end of Q2 of of. 22. So we're down 2% there. We're up about 20% from where we were last quarter. And that has to do with that specific bump of 29% in April from March to April. So since then, it's sort of leveled off. So it's been very similar. So we've kind of gotten back to a normal level Mm -hmm. of inventory. What's interesting there is when you break it down into pricing categories, and you look at the lower priced units, especially below 2 million, there's less inventory on the market, 6-7% less. But as that price goes up, there's more inventory. And we've talked this year about how the upper price points seem to be moving a little bit better, partially because of the less dependency on interest rates, for instance. So that could be driving people in those higher price points to be putting their apartments on the market. One other thing that I think is important for the audience listening is that I think that if we were looking at the second quarter stats and seeing inventory numbers well into the 8,000s to towards 9,000, that would be giving us different set of circumstances yeah. than we're experiencing in the market. We are a little over, <clears throat> you look at those 10-year stats, and we are over. about 9% over what we typically see at the end of the quarter, in the second quarter. So we do have a little bit more inventory. But like you said, if we were at... 9,000 units. Yeah, we'd, ha- we'd have, uh, we'd be, have a de- decreasing yeah. in price. So We will see what happens in the fall. Absolutely. And at 7,300 units, we have a healthy amount of inventory, as you said. But I think what we're hearing and what we're coming up across is that the inventory, there's, there's a disconnect, I would say, between the buyers and the sellers. Just recently, we've had started to have some movement on our lower end listings. Mm-hmm. You know, the buyers are very, very, very tentative. They're not they're taking their time in this marketplace. They're waiting for the right apartment and then they are negotiating. And, and then they're s- shooting low. They are shooting low yeah. and the sellers yeah. don't necessarily care for the offers. However, serious sellers are negotiating and making the deals. Yeah. They're or at least engaging. You know, the point engaging. is to engage. Very if good. Get yes, an sir. offer 20%. You must off engage. Your house, engage and 
It doesn't mean people won't come up, but they want to see the sellers bending to their whims they a little bit. They certainly do. Which is not always the easiest to accept for a seller. No, no, so. no, it's not. It's not. And we have increased interest rates at 6.81%, the mortgage rate, I guess, on the 30-year fixed. And uh, those rates, they have moved up. And they will, if the Fed keeps tightening, who knows, they could even see, we could see further increase in the mortgage yeah. rates. We just don't know right now. But You're looking at the trend line, it is trending up a little bit. It's not a huge trend. No. A big difference between the beginning of the year, but it is trending up. So the inflation numbers came out. That's at 3%. So it's down from where it was the last time the numbers came out. So that's good. We've seen a stock we, market that's faring okay. That's your department. Yeah, it's the stock market. <laughs> is it? I don't look the at it. The NASDAQ's up over 40% this year. So mm -hmm. we have boom in the, in the marketplace. I think for anybody in this market, buyers in the marketplace, as Jonathan just said, you're, you have more say. Mm -hmm. And uh, sellers, uh, as long as you are realistic and taking the counsel of a really, of a seasoned real estate agent and want to make the deal, you can make the deal. And it's just got to be, uh, it's got to be the right fit. And buyers have to be realistic. People have a lot of money in New York City. They have a lot. And they can afford to hold out a, a little bit longer than if you were in middle America. People have enough money to be like, no, I'm going to either buy and I know I'm going to have an overlap holding these two very expensive properties for all intents and purposes. That security of, of financial keeps people of financials keeps people from trying to make the deal you know, which works against us as agents, it works against us in general when we don't have that urgency necessarily with all different sellers. Some sellers are just like, no, that, let's put it right. out there. Yeah. And if somebody gets my number, great, I will sell it. I'll be flexible, but I'm not going to be flexible to the tune of 10% or 20% off of what the last person sold for. Correct. So, right. So I will just say in wrapping this part up <laughs> regarding the counsel to the buyers, if you're in the marketplace, I think both buyers and sellers have to revise their expectations yeah. of what they're going to see in this real estate market. So whether you're priced at X dollars on a sell side, on the listing side, and uh, the apartment's not selling, and the offers are not coming in, and the showings are not happening, the apartment in this marketplace is viewed as overpriced. And you've got to reduce your price until you start to see not only traffic, but offers being made. The offers that we're seeing are lower off the revised asking prices on these apartments. They yeah. simply are. So do not be alarmed sellers. And on the buy side, if you are shooting so low that you are turning sellers away from you, that is not a good way to purchase a piece of Manhattan real estate. The pricing has leveled and has, we've seen decreases in apartments which are going to contract. So that's a good thing for buyers. And uh, so- don't hold yourself hostage to having to get every last penny on the negotiation. Keep your keep your focus on the prize, which is your new home and your apartment. So that's my plug for the buyers. Yeah. Yeah. Don't shoot too low. Don't shoot too low. If you're really an, a, a real buyer and you want to get into this market, if you're looking for that desperate, desperate seller, is you're probably not going to get to pick the property that you really want. Exactly. Okay, so let's and discuss your favorite and the days on market. Yes. At 131, uh, we have buyers who are hesitant, as we talked about, and they are pushing the days on market higher. They are taking their time in this market. They are being barraged by, as we discussed, world events. Interest albeit, rates. Yeah. Interest rates, interest rates, interest rates. And then uh, we they are hearing a lot of doom and gloom forecasting, I think. And so that could cause – and buyers are, as we discussed before the podcast, uh, hesitancy. They're, they're in a, that state of pause. Days on market – 
year over year are up 25%. And quarter over quarter, actually, the days on market have decreased 3%. So if we look at the increase in the days on market year over year, we look at the highest increase would be in the one bedroom category. The days on market are up 34%. Then three bedrooms up 25%, two bedrooms 20%, and studios are actually only up 10%. And then we look by price range and we see that the days on market year over year in the one to $2 million category up 41% and then 500 to a million, 29%. But the, the lowest change in the days on market would be under 500,000. So we only saw an increase of 5% on days on market and then over that 5 million mark up 1%. So the upper end of the market and the very low end of the market are faring the best. Yeah, yeah which is a, a change we've been talking about this year where the, just that upper end seems to be moving. Based on this statistic, we haven't we haven't traded a lot of studios on the buy side or sell side in our business, so it's hard for for. We have one for, coming on the market. We do have one coming on the market that I think you know is hopefully this is good because yeah. that this fits right into those categories. We haven't seen it in our personal business, so it's hard for say boots on ground sort of that we always use. But it looks like that lower end of the market is moving, the upper end, and then that the middle of the market is the most challenged right now. One of the things, though, that for the audience's benefit that we're seeing is that this is just recently over the past, I would say, two to three weeks, we have seen an apartment that we've had below a million dollars receive an accepted offer, okay, between that 500 to a million mark. And then between the million to a million five mark, we've seen we a second one, one as well. Yeah, that is correct. And these are apartments that have been on the market. One has been on and off for over two years, and the other one has been on and off for within a year, uh, depending both on really good apartments. They're both really we good apartments, really good and they've both the been reduced. So it's, some more aggressively, yeah. one more aggressively than mm -hmm. the other. Buyers are in and taking advantage of uh, value and good apartments, and yeah. we have good apartments on the market. I think the key takeaway. For me, for this is we're getting it, it's there's normalcy in this, which is always a positive in my opinion. I like to see normalcy in the statistics and movement, you know, and so it, it's good for people to hear that people are transacting. As you mentioned earlier, there's a lot of people selling fear in this market oh, around time. the economy as a whole, and we'll stick to what we we've mentioned throughout this downturn in the market through last year and this year in terms of contract signed if you're a primary user looking to get into the market it is a time to get out there because you do have more power as the buyer An but are you going to get that 20 percent off what the last person paid no you're not i mean we haven't seen a market in our over 20 years each in this in this industry Correct. has there ever been one market where we saw 20 percent off there was like a very limited slivers of time and with a very particular seller that maybe that happened. I can't even think of one off the top of my head, but maybe that's happened at the super high end of the market where somebody just wanted crash. to get out. The market crash. In, yeah. In 08, But 20%? Yeah. No, that very was rarely. like 5 to 10% off. And then the market started to go again in 2012. So it don't hold out for that. If you're holding yourself hostage to getting that, you're not going to get the apartment that you want. But if the buyer is holding mm -hmm. themselves hostage, mm -hmm. like you said, digging their heels in, they're going to sorely miss out on that. Yeah. So, and you've had very good success with some of our sales that have happened that of our listings, getting the seller to say, listen, this is, take the listen, deal. we're the purveyor of, of information 
and it's up to it's not our money so they need to our sellers our clients need to decide what's right for them but but you have to rationally you and give, reasonably counsel yeah, the seller and give say, them take the, the real deal. numbers and the real expectation here so as always bud good to talk to you in the meantime as always be safe be healthy most importantly remain in gratitude and we will see you next time thanks for watching thanks for listening Thanks for watching or listening to the Real Talk NYC Real Estate Podcast. If you want to find us online or sign up to get our monthly and quarterly market stats, come on over to our website, gestaskaconlinteam.com, or you can find us on all social media with the handle at Team. If this show was helpful, entertaining, or informative, consider telling friends and family or leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss our next episode, and we'll see you next time.